Good afternoon, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Today, we're going to be talking with Fabricio Rigioni. Uh, Fabricio is a property advisor for Nativu, or Nativu, sorry. Uh, it's a company that advises people on investing here in Costa Rica. He's a great guy, very knowledgeable, uh, has lived all over Costa Rica, uh, is Costa Rican, speaks amazing English, uh, has, knows you know, the area from, I suppose, all Santa Teresa all the way up to Playa Grande. Uh, so today we're going to be talking, in, talking to him about you know, kind of growth areas in Costa Rica over the next five to 10 years, land banking, uh, and also some of the developments here in Costa Rica. Uh, shout out to everybody that's reached out to us. Again, it's amazing the response that we're getting here. I really appreciate everybody that has uh, reached out to us. Uh, it's everything from, you know, just tax advice. A few people have reached out on uh, to, you know, taking a look at a property for someone, um, you know, to just helping people make the right investments here in Costa Rica, whatever that may be, hotels, developing land, homes. You can contact us, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Um, and remember, if you have any questions uh, or would like to get any future guests on the show, just let me know. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out who I'm going to get on for the 100th uh, podcast here, uh, which is a big milestone. So we'll have to celebrate that one. Um, but remember, if you enjoy this, please share the word, like it, share it, uh, and also give us a great review, guys. But let's get straight into the podcast. Good afternoon, Fabricio. How are you doing? Hey, Richard. Great, great to hear from you. All good from, from Marbella. Marbella, you are all over the place. So I think last time we met was in Tamarindo. Before that was in Grande. Uh, yeah, you're all over the place. Yes. Uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've enjoyed since uh, been living here in, in Guanacaste for some quite some time is how different every region is, right? <laughs> so when you go below Avellanas, you know, you, you turn into a different Guanacaste than when you go above it, yep. which... You know, all those places, Playa Grande, Tamarindo, Langosta, Flamingo, you know, they're really changing, man. It's something interesting to see how in the last two years things are changing in, in, in the province. And, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's really exciting to see all the different changes, some for the better, some not for the better, but, you know, it's, it's interesting to see what's, what's going on, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that, again, you know, you mentioned there Flamingo, Langosta. I mean, those areas, you know, are a little bit more developed. The other areas like south of Avianas, Negra, Marbella, Junquiao, I mean, they're still raw and authentic, I would call them. You know, it still feels like Costa Rica. Yeah, you know, like when I'm, I'm from the city, I'm from San Jose. I've just been living in Guanacaste for, for a long time. And, you know, I remember going you know, when we were 15, 16 years old, going to Tamarindo, going to Playa Grande, going to, you know, um, all the beaches in Guanacaste to, to spend the weekends, etc. And you, you can see how everything has changed. Uh, still, Guanacaste preserves a lot of, you know, their, their true origins, their, their, their true being, right? And I think that's the most important part. Um, the Guanacaste culture is a strong culture, and I think it drops off on, on anyone that comes either from the States or the city, you know, like um, it's, it's really cool. And I think uh, um, all the changes that, that, that we've been seeing, you know, um, they're, they're really picked up in the last five years, right? Yeah, no, um, especially in that area that we were talking about, Langosta, Tamarindo, further south where, where I'm at now in, in Marbella, um, I, I, I think, the 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 one cast vibe is even more embedded right because of the dirt roads because of 
you know, um, not so many restaurants available, the, the, all, all the things, you know, that in Upper Guanacaste you have now by the dozens, by the hundreds, you know, you got the hospitals, you got schools, you got everything. Up in this area, man, it's still pretty wild. So um, it's fun to combine both. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, again, you've been in real estate, also advising for quite some time now. But I mean, in the last six months, Fabricio, what has really surprised you? I, I think that like the reason that, that, that most surprised me is like seeing the new type of investors that are coming. Um, I believe that, you know, when I moved here, you know, like around 2010, 2011, um, you would see still a lot of like um, financial investors a little more specialized into, you know, the real estate market in Costa Rica, doing their homework more, taking more time to make decisions. Yep. I believe that the people that are coming to invest now are, um, you know, you still got your investors and you know how to play the real estate market here, but you also get, you know, a lot of emotional buyers, you know, just um wanting to to come and, and and enjoy what's life in in Costa Rica which has become you know just um, a positive brand worldwide right uh, I think the Costa Rican government has done a really good effort so I mean Fabricio you've been in the real estate game for quite some time now um, you know but I mean what has really surprised you in the last six months mm, I think what what surprised me the most Richard is like uh, the type of buyers and investors that are coming to Guanacaste. Um, when I started in real estate um, in Guanacaste, you know, when I moved here in 2011, um, pretty much all the people that would come here were looking, you know, for a, a financial gain. We're looking also for, you know, different um, type of investments. Yep. Uh, also the beauty of the country uh, right now, it's the first time that I see so many emotional buyers, right? So a lot of people buying online, you know, I, I hadn't had any online sales uh, before until, uh, you know, uh, a few months after the pandemic. So that, that's become something that you can see how Costa Rica is viewed in the world as uh, the place to be, uh, the place where you don't only vacation, which was the deal 10 years ago, which where you actually can build a life for you, your family, um, do business here, you know, it's, um, it's interesting to see that change of, of what, why are people buying here? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think one of the other changes that I've seen, and it's, it's not something by surprise, but we're experiencing, you know, all time lows in inventory. Um, so I think it's, it, it's pretty cool to see what's being built, uh, what's being developed, um, and you know it's it's a good it's a good boost for 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 Guanacaste, and I think the fact that developing in this area is not as easy. I think it's also something good, yeah. you know, for you to go through the process of building and developing. It's not as straightforward as in the city or you know the states or other places. Here, uh, I think that little bump that developers have. Uh, it's good. It's, it maintains the balance of what we like about Guanacaste and business, right? You got to have a balance. So I agree. I mean, um, I know really, a lot of people don't agree with me on that one. But, I know, but I agree. I mean, important. I think it keeps, I mean, you've got to have a love for Costa Rica and a passion to want to do a project here. You better have time. 
as well. So, I mean, it, it keeps the kind of the cowboys out and really only allows the development that is necessary to happen in Guanacaste. So. Exactly, and, and how, how much is necessary, right? Correct. Uh, you never know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what are the hot markets in Costa Rica at the moment that you've seen? Uh, and, and what's cooling off? I mean, where, have you, where are you seeing, you know, what's climbing up and what's, and what's uh, cooling off? Yeah, so hot markets in, in the coast, obviously, uh, Nosara. Uh, the, the only thing why Nosara cooled off is because there's nothing available there anymore, right? Yeah. Everything uh, pretty much sold out. Uh, same thing is happening with, with Santa Teresa. You know, we started uh, an Ativo presence there in, since January uh, with some partners and some advisors in the area. And usually when we open an office in Costa Rica for Nativu, um, you know, it, it takes a while till people start generating their sales and, and get the momentum and the pipeline going. Uh, but in Santa Teresa was like this, right? They started wow. in January and, you know, all these months we're, we're looking at, at sales that they had and uh, the movement, you know, so um, Santa Teresa definitely a super hot market. Um, I think it's one of the places in the world that's becoming so famous that sometimes, you know, you got uh, famous actors, actresses, businessmen, kind of just buying also just because you got to have a property in Santa Teresa, right? Yep. Um, so it's pretty hot. I think Santa Teresa has a, has a big challenge at hand of trying to contain this hype also in terms of uh, reservating their, their nature, right? Yep. Uh, our nature. Well, and also um, infrastructure so it's, it's, as well. It's a challenge there, but all over Costa Rica, we're we're looking at a at a hot market. Yeah, uh, are there any beach towns that you feel that are cooling off? Uh, anything that's like kind of you know, um, yeah, I mean anything that's not as hot as it was. I don't know, like 12, 24 months ago. Yeah, I I, I think uh, actually what I'm seeing is markets or beach towns that weren't hot but are hot. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen Humquillal, uh, you know, being more desirable and why shouldn't it be, right? You got a paved road all the way to the beach. Um, you, you can drive either to this side where uh, Marbella, Lagarto and all these areas where have beautiful beaches, but they're not as developed. Or you can move north to Flamingo and Tamarindo and Langosta. So Punquillal, and you know, it's probably the next place I live for a while. It, yep. it has the best of both worlds. Um, so if I were to be, you know, uh, advising someone in terms financially where to 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 allocate some dollars, I would definitely be looking to Junquillal for some some deals that are still left. Um, it, it's it's you know, since everything um, became pricier, right, in terms of land. Uh, houses, etc. You know, double, even triple in some areas, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what it does is, you know, you know, you get to a, a point in the market where it stabilizes, right? Yep. The hype goes still here. We're still experiencing good sales and everything, but you know, it's kind of like the leftover inventory, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, until we start seeing the new buildings uh, finishing this year, and you know, we've experienced a lot of pre-sales as well. Uh, because of that lack of inventory. So definitely Junquillal, 
was turned, you know, people turned their eyes to Junquillal, are turning their eyes to Junquillal, and also Marbella, you know, even we have 18 kilometers of their roads. Um, there, there's things happening here as well. Yeah, I mean, look, Nosada had dirt roads for many, many years, and look at it. You know, Santa, yeah. Teresa, Santa Teresa still has dirt roads. Exactly. You know, so, I mean, I don't think dirt roads are a reason why beach town shouldn't develop. I mean, I, I think we're going to start to see that. I mean, the areas of Junquia and Marbella have great water, good infrastructure. Uh, so there's no reason why it wouldn't develop. Whereas areas, you know, like Nosada, Santa Teresa, um, you know, uh, uh, I mean, even Portrero and Flamingo have stopped, you know, issuing water letters at the moment until they get an idea of what's happening there, you know, with the water infrastructure. So, I mean, I think that these are great options, uh, you know, over the next five to 10 years. Yeah, and, and when you see the the the, the trend of, of what's going on, you know, it's, it's also good if you're an investor in the area, if, if you um, are looking more on the long-term end of things, right? It's a good time to be, you know, doing some land banking in some of these areas, yep. right? Trying to get good deals uh, in areas like Marbella, in areas like Lagarto. Um, uh, the, these are places that are developing at a really, you know, that were developing at a really slow pace. And I, I can see them, you know, growing at a faster pace, right? Yeah, Maintaining definitely. their vibe and everything. Um, but yeah, if, if, if I would have to be, investing money right now in, 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 in land, I'll be doing some land banking in these areas, trying to get some good deals. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing a, quite a bit of it at the moment, but in areas that people aren't looking, I'm developing a project in Aranao and one in San Gerardo de Otta just because they're mountain areas and, you know, tourism yeah. data, you know, I see tourism data all the time because really that, that leads real estate sometimes is, you know, the tourism comes first and then the real estate kind of comes after. Um, you know, and I see huge amounts of opportunity up here in, in, in Aranao where it's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, the, the, there are places in, in Costa Rica and that's the beauty of it, right? We're such a small country, but yep. it's amazing. So like when, when I meet clients or when I meet people that ask me about Costa Rica, my first advice is also like, you know, get a car or get any means of transportation and go see. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, you can spend two months in Costa Rica traveling around and still be amazed by different locations. Definitely. Arenal, you know, that area where Arenal, which is the other side of, of, yep. of the lake, you know, it's amazing. And um, I think those are areas, Monteverde, all, 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 these, all these beautiful places, you know, uh, people are looking at them. It's good for the economy, you know. Uh, so in, interesting to see what, what uh, all these changes in the world will do again, right? So Costa Rica has proven also economically that even though we went through a dip when the pandemic started, it lasted a few months, but we're now at the numbers that where we were before Yep. Uh, and getting stronger. So um, I'm, I'm glad for, for our country, how it's uh, recovering at least uh, the, the part at the coast uh, economically, right? Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, a lot of people are looking, I mean, you mentioned inventory is low. A lot of people are looking to buy land and build a home, Fabrizio. You know, when they do this, how much equity do you typically find that they normally gain? Yeah, so like, there's a lot of people that are, are playing that developing game, just taking one property at a time, building a yep. home, selling it. Uh, a lot of spec homes happening. And you, you can see right now, you know, profits or 
increasing the, the the return investment up to like 30%, even 50%, yep. up to, you know, higher. Just yeah. Because one thing, you're, you're playing, um, you're playing also with that desire of people to buy in Costa Rica. Yep. There are things that sell for a certain price right now that you would have asked me a year ago. And I'm like, Richard, you're crazy. They won't go too high. It won't go as much as this, right? And for what I'm seeing, um, there are sales, you know, where where, where investors and, and developers that are doing this, you know, they're taking good uh, good profits from it. So um, it's definitely um, something that I'm helping out my clients with, something that I'm doing, uh, and it varies, right? It depends also on where you see that return. You know, you got people that want to wait longer for a sale, maybe push the price a little bit more and play, yep. you know, the high end. Um, in my case, you know, I like to be just a little bit below the market, you know, sell it fast, uh, move on to the next project. Um, and I think it, it comes also with the responsibility that you have when you do things like that, right? So uh, responsibility to design something that is aesthetically nice, uh, that is according to the tropical dry forest that Guanacaste has, which is, you know, um, work with a certain type of materials and, and try to sell it to, to someone that is going to keep a good vibe within the community, right? So I, I think um, uh, it, it's, a, it's a good game to be in right now. And, and I encourage people to, to do it and, and to do nice things, right? Use good architects. That's my big recommendation. Definitely, definitely. I mean, what are the projects that you personally like in Costa Rica and why, Fabrizio? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, my favorite project in, in Guanacaste is uh, uh, Ventanas de Playa Grande. I knew you'd say that. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's I, one of my favorite as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful project and it has still it, tons of phases to go. It's a, it's a beautiful project. Uh, I like, you know, what they did in terms of balancing things, balancing what Playa Grande has to offer in terms of nature and also making the experience of living in a, you know, family-oriented place. Uh, Melina, you know, she's a great architect. Santiago has done a great job developing. So, uh, obviously, with any gated community as big with any project you know uh the more sales you got you got more people coming into the into the project and then i think that's what challenges more of gated communities right how to manage all the different ideas and perceptions yep. but when you balance things out um i think ventanas is one of the gated communities that has done one of the better jobs of, of also finding an identity for the project and making right. it real to live there. Right. So yeah. um, I would, you know, part, part of, of, of the things that I want to see in the next few years is try to see, you know, what, what uh, good developments pop up if they're able to secure, you know, obviously the water hookups and all the regulatory uh, processes, but um it's always, you know, good to see that a good portion of, of Costa Rica, you know, was developed, I think, the right way. Uh, I agree. I agree. So my last question for you that I love to ask everyone, Fabrizio, if you, if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you invest it in and why? 
Mm, that's a good question. Well, especially um, with especially with the viewpoint that you have, because typically, you know, I, I find realtors stay in certain swim lanes in certain areas, but you do a lot of, you know, the northern parts of Guanacaste. You know, I've seen you in all over the place. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to get your, your yeah. input on this one. Exactly. Um, 500K right now, me, I'm trying to buy, you know, as much land as possible in Marbella yep. with, with water and yep. beautiful trees and beautiful nature and and not even to develop it just to go there live there yep enjoy it and and land banking it too right in case you want to develop or in case you want to keep it for yourself sell it you know try to get a good deal and but um yeah i, I like nature i like this area so probably that <laughs> awesome awesome well, Fabricio, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I think this is this has been very uh, insightful for a lot of people out there. Again, you just have a, a very unique viewpoint of Guanacaste by being a Tico um, and also having lived up there in many of the areas as well uh, and having put your own money down on the table uh, and bought and sold and developed property as well. But I want to thank you very much for your time. Anyone wanting to get in contact with Fabricio, I'm going to put all of his details in the description. Um, and thanks very much, Fabricio. Gracias, Richard. It was a was pleasure, man. Hope to see you welcome. soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Guys, great podcast there from Fabricio. Uh, as, I, as I think you can see, you know, being a Costa Rican and also in the northern part of Guanacaste gives him a, a huge advantage, but also he knows that, you know, the whole northern area of Guanacaste very, very well. Uh, I've met Fabricio multiple different times, uh, and he's been a great help for me on, on, on many, many occasions. So feel free to reach out to him. All of his contact details are there in the description. Remember, guys, if you need any help or need any assistance with every, anything at all, um, we always respond to emails, comments. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I usually do it myself uh, with all this extra time that I have, but I will always take time to respond to you. Um, as I say, I'm a sucker for helping people. Um, but you can email us info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Till the next podcast, guys. Uh, appreciate you listening in. Oh, <laughs>